Vilken dag är det? What in the world did Dante say in all those languages? What day is it? Well, of course, it's Friday. Not only that, it's the Friday before Thanksgiving. What will the atmosphere bring us? Andre checks the latest, along with some interesting information about our early morning sky. Today on Weather Jazz. Friday. We made it, everybody. And welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and I am the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, at least for another 187 days. That's the mile marker as of today. And as I mentioned once before, I'm not calling it days to the end of my contract or days until my last day at Fox 8. No, it's it's a mile marker. And that is because I am going to be changing focuses I don't like the word retiring uh, because truly you're just changing your focus. You're changing your direction and I'll still be very much involved in the sciences of meteorology. And one of the elements that I will be using is the internet right here, the podcast called Weather Jazz. That's the way it's looking right now. I'll talk a little bit more about what I have planned here for the rest of this year in terms of episodes as uh, I begin to work into a part of the calendar that is going to give me a lot of time off. Uh, More on that in just a little bit. Don't worry, I'll still be producing segments, maybe not quite as regularly. I'll talk more about that at the end of today's program. Today is episode number 580. It is Friday, November 17th, 2023. And it is now less than one week away from Thanksgiving. And yes, I have a couple of Thanksgiving elements to toss in today, coming up in just a little bit. And that is kind of the quirky nature of Open Line Friday. It can go in any number of directions. But today, what I'm going to focus on, at least initially, is something that I spoke about yesterday on Fox 8 News at 6 p.m., and that is something that may have captured your attention in the eastern sky very early in the morning, just before sunrise. It looks like either a very, very bright star or... In some cases, if you live near an airport, you might even mistake it for landing lights in a plane, except that this thing isn't going to move, at least very much, if you watch it. Well, that object is the planet Venus. 
It is the bright morning star right now. And notice, too, that whenever we talk about Venus, Venus is never overhead at any point in time. That's because Venus is on the inside of the Earth's orbit. If it were on the outside of the Earth's orbit, it could, in fact, reach a point in the sky right overhead in the middle of the night, such as the planet's Mars or Jupiter or Saturn. But that's not the case with any of the planets inside the orbit of Earth. Of course, we're the third planet in the solar system. There are only two on the inside. There's Venus and there's Mercury. And in both cases, there is only a maximum height to which you will find it either in the early morning or in the later evening. Right now, Venus is a morning object, but many times it's in the evening as well. It depends on what positions the planets are in at any given time. And we'll get a little more into that here in just a little bit. But let's talk about that very bright early morning star. It's not a star, but we call it the morning star because it looks like a very, very bright star. And it is at almost its maximum height in the early morning hours. On weatherjazz.com, episode number 580, I posted a picture that was taken just a few days ago looking east, and this is an actual photograph that I actually snapped from Geauga County very early in the morning before sunrise, but you'll see a bright object, that's Venus. It's very, very easy to spot. And right now, Venus rises at 3.30 a.m. So by the time the sun comes up around 7, it has a chance to get high up into the sky. Now, that's about as high up as it will get in the position of the planets. Notice that as we go down to December and January, and again, those graphics are available on weatherjazz.com, episode number 580, You're going to see that in December, one month from now, it rises instead of at 3.30, 4.30. So Venus will not be quite as high at sunrise or just before sunrise as it is right now. And by January, Venus rises at 5.30 a.m., which means that it will be even lower in the sky, but still extremely bright. In all of its phases, Venus's brightness is really something to behold. Now, by the time we get to February of 2024, next year, Venus will be rising at 6.05 a.m. That's very, very close to sunrise. And it is going to be extremely challenging to pick out. Is it possible? Yes, it is. However, by the time we get to February, you're going to need a really flat eastern horizon in order to pick it out before the sun comes up. And then by the time we get to March, Venus rises at 7 a.m. And at that point, you really are not going to be able to see Venus. It's simply going to be too close to the sun in its apparent position as viewed from Earth. And that will remain to be the case until we get to what is known as a superior conjunction, That is the point at which Venus will become an evening star. 
but we still won't see it initially. It'll be too close to the sun. Now, Venus will not pass directly behind the sun. We have a tilt to our orbit. There's a tilt to Venus's orbit. Now, sometimes it's going to happen, but the way that the planets are rotating around the sun right now, it'll be close to the sun. But again, so close to the sun, we will not be able to observe Venus. Now, that all will change once we get to the latter months of the summer of 2024. By the time we get to August, we will start seeing a very bright object in the evening sky just after sunset. And of course, that will only get better as Venus extends up to its greatest elongation away from the sun. And uh, as we move into September and October, it will be very, very visible. So we transition to an evening star. Of course, we all know it's not a star, but we call it that, dub it that, because it looks like a very, very, very bright star in the evening sky by the time we get to August and September of 2024. So there you have it. The graphics available at weatherjazz.com, episode number 580. So we get to enjoy Venus as the morning star as we head into the winter months whenever skies are clear. Well, if you're traveling this Thanksgiving period, the computer models are being very, very aggressive with a cold pool, which will certainly be felt here in Northeast Ohio, as well as just about anywhere in the Northeastern U.S. The result with winds out of the west-southwest, will probably be some lake effect snows. Now, these forecasts are very preliminary, but uh, I suspect that we will see some kind of lake effect event between Buffalo and Erie going into Thanksgiving Day. Whether or not we see the volume that the domestic models are hinting at, and those you will see again, on weatherjazz.com, episode number 580. If you scroll down just past those Venus graphics, you'll see a, a few of the forecast models indicating a swath of lake effect that may produce uh, some pretty decent shovelable snows between Erie and the south towns of Buffalo on Thanksgiving into Friday morning. So we'll kind of wait and see how all of that uh, pans out. Suffice to say, if you're traveling, first of all, it's going to be cold just about anywhere in the Ohio Valley or the Northeast. That is a given. But just exactly how the lake effect will develop is still yet to be seen. This is just one of the scenarios. The European model, not quite as generous with the amount of snow, although it does produce a lake effect plume between Erie and Buffalo of three, four, five inches as opposed to almost a foot. We'll have to wait to see how exactly all of this pans out, but the scenario is set. And if you are traveling between Cleveland and Buffalo, a word to the wise traveler, stay on top of this in terms of information so that you can make the best decision for you and your family if you're planning on being on the road between Cleveland and Buffalo.
Well, before we wrap things up today, I thought this might be a good time to maybe look at some Thanksgiving poems. Of course, there are some that immediately come to mind, but I was searching for poems perhaps that have a little less traction, and I did find one today from a poet whose name is Felicia Dorothea Hemans. And she lived from 1793 to 1835. And she heads the list of great Thanksgiving poems because she was born the earliest out of many of the Thanksgiving poems that are out there. But her poem about the arrival of the Pilgrim Fathers on the shores of Massachusetts in 1620 seemed like a fitting place to begin this pick of poems about the Thanksgiving holiday. And this is the way it goes. The breaking waves dashed high on a stern and rock-bound coast, and the woods against a stormy sky, their giant branches tossed. And the heavy night hung dark, the hills and waters o'er, when a band of exiles moored their bank on the wild New England shore. Not as the conqueror comes, They, the true-hearted, came, not with the roll of the stirring drums and the trumpet that sings of fame, not as the flying come, in silence and in fear. They shook the depths of the desert gloom with their hymns of lofty cheer. I may share a few more next week. I have one more, though, that I'll leave you with from George Parsons Lathrop. And this one is called... Thanksgiving turkey. Valleys lay in sunny vapor, and a radiance mild was shed. From each tree, like that a taper, at a feast stood. Then we said, our feast too shall soon be spread, of good Thanksgiving turkey. And already, still November, drapes her snowy table here. Fetch a log, then coax the ember, Fill your hearts with old-time cheer. Do you have a favorite Thanksgiving poem? Let me know about it. Send me an email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com, and perhaps I'll add a few more to next week's programs. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's Open Line Friday episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast Inside your sphere of influence, let folks know that you enjoy Weather Jazz. I would love to grow the audience and spread the cheer. Special thanks to those of you who partner with me to help cover production costs. I am truly grateful, speaking of Thanksgiving, truly grateful for Dale Osborne in Ohio. Also in Ohio, Erica and Larry Shaw. Brian and Christine Barnes, Will and Tonya Cross and family. In Vermont, Victoria Singer and Kean Galunas. And in Florida, Bill and Judy Martin. And there's always room for you. Just go to weatherjazz.com, click on the supporter tab, and all the instructions are there along with this list that I just mentioned. Well, the colder air is right on our doorstep here in Ohio. There'll be a big difference from the time we woke up when it was almost near 60 to the end of the day when temperatures will slip into the 40s, eventually the 30s, and we'll see no higher than 
temperatures in the 40s for highs on Saturday and Sunday, but at least skies will generally be fair here in the Ohio Valley. I also mentioned that perhaps I would have a slightly different schedule heading into December, especially after Thanksgiving, and that is the case. And I think I'll be going day by day. I've got a lot of time off in the month of December. And with that, I may be somewhat busy in the background collecting data, collecting stories, and perhaps even traveling the globe with my portable studio, getting some interesting material for future episodes. It will be day by day. Now, when the weather gets really cranky, and I happen to be available near the Weather Jazz Studios, I will obviously put that information out, especially for those of you that live in the Ohio Valley, where the vast majority of my downloads come from. But I also recognize that this is a world audience podcast. I get downloads from all over the globe, and I am really eternally grateful speaking again at Thanksgiving, for every single download in every single corner of our great big blue marble. I hope your Thanksgiving preparations are going well. In the meantime, we will see you sometime next week right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz